Hello everyone and welcome to the first bonus episode from Unexpected Hauntings. Today we're going to be diving back into the Crescent Hotel of Eureka Springs, Arkansas. And we're going to be talking about my experience there. Um, and it was just a very interesting experience. There's really nothing like the Crescent Hotel if you ever go and visit it. It is beautiful, but it has a very dark past for sure. And we're also going to be talking about um, the stories of the Crescent Hotel from visitors. So it should be a very interesting throwback, as you will, um, bonus episode. So I hope that you guys enjoy it. What's going on, everyone? Ben Shields here, and you're listening to... everyone welcome back to unexpected hauntings this is season one episode two podcast two um following um my opening podcast episode and like um y'all have requested i am going to be doing this podcast all on a haunted hotel called the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Now, this hotel is not anything to be messed with. Um, it was built in 1886, and it is still dubbed one of the highest uh, marking ghost experienced places you will ever meet. And I actually had the honor to go and check it out myself uh, last year in October, uh, which I will be going over in a little bit. Um, but I just wanted to go on ahead and just do some background of the hotel for you guys, if that's okay. Um, so, of course, this hotel is its main grounds are in Arkansas. Um, and they do a tour, um, every, every day, pretty much, um, 24 seven, almost, uh, well, almost 24 seven. They actually, um, don't have a tour going on on Mondays, but they have a tour every, um, day of the year, pretty much. And of course their highest ghost sightings and ghost, um, EVPs are on October, which is when I went. Um, okay, and I'll just read just a little bit briefing of this place if you guys haven't checked it out yet. Um, this is a mountain toss, mountain top, my bad, <laughs> spa resort. Um, experiences um, in the hotel are, like I said, they are definitely increased and spiked even in October just because that's where most of the killings have taken place I know it sounds very um, what should I say very cliche that it's all happens in October but that's just what happened everything to be on so um, 
Let me look into this for you guys. Um, this is a very creepy place. It has, I think, 10 levels. Pretty sure I will look into that. Um, and of course, the basement is the morgue. This place used to be a cancer treatment hospital. Um, but before that, it was a girls' college. An only girls' college. Which is really weird. So uh, we, we've got a lot of... A lot of um, just uh, people that want to leave that area of girls. And, of course, cancer patients that thought that they were going to be treated right and that they were going to live. But it turns out it was only speeding up their end. Now, I'm going to actually read... There's a couple of stories here for you guys, and um, here we go. And I am quoting this from an actual blog. So this is on America's Most Haunted Hotels, Eureka Springs, Arkansas, the Halloween City. So just mark that. So that way I'm not copywriting anything. <laughs> this is strictly just for fun. Um, just eyewitnesses accounts and just reading from those okay let's get started of late some people of my ghost tours are getting touched poked and pinched nothing harsh mind you just gentle touches and nudges one of my most extraordinary recent happenings took place when one tour was being seated in the morgue. A leftover from the hotel was purchased and utilized as an alleged cancer-curing hospital, like I said, by a Charlton, Charles, Charlton <laughs> named Norman Baker in the late 1930s. That's when the actual hospital started up. We heard a loud squeaking sound and the large, heavy sliding door behind the seating area moved several inches on its own, and the rusty track from which it suspended. We all practically jumped out of our skins. We all wondered which ghost in the morgue did that. Now, this was actually during one of the, um, they do night tours. Especially if you're staying in the hotel overnight, um, they try to get tourists to do this. I've done it before. Um, I'll talk more about it in more detail. Um, and it is really cool. Really spooky. And will definitely scare the shit out of you. Like it just did in that one story. How they heard squeaking sounds and large, he large heavy sliding doors. Um, which definitely it sounds like um, they were still to work down there because in the morgue what they would do down there is they would actually um, sever limbs if they were cancerous or had some tumors on them um, or um, organs and they'd put those in jars so all that noise could be residual um, sounds from that time period. That is very interesting. 
Um, if you guys have any questions about that story, just let me know. Uh, I'll be I will be setting up a email for this podcast. But for now, is Ben Shields five at gmail.com. All right, well, let's go on to the next story, shall we? Okay, here we go. It says, my sister-in-law stayed at the Crescent Hotel about a year ago, and the jacuzzi tub kept water kept turning itself on and off, even after getting out of the tub. It happened about three times. Coincidentally, each and every time she would post, this better not happen again, on her Facebook page. The timing of it was almost comical. She called the bellman and asked him, about it and he said it doesn't usually happen in her room but it has happened in several other rooms she joked that the crescent must be an equal ghost room visitation opportunity hotel since you never know where things will happen when a spirit's energy starts moving around so there are spa uh, jacuzzis in certain rooms that you can get in the hotel and there is a certain red room um, that has said jacuzzi in it and this jacuzzi actually um, is unique because where they place the jacuzzi is where they would set the um, uh, the collapsible what do you what do you call it um, where the um, where they put the bodies on um, while they're doing surgery uh, the surgical chairs let's just say that uh, that's exactly where they would sit and they would wait for surgery for amputations anything of that matter would be in that area of the room the bed and the jacuzzi which I think is really interesting um, and I know this because actually um, there is someone uh, that actually told me that on the tour once we visited the Red Room. The Red Room is where operations were being held and you can actually stay in that room if you're brave enough. I don't know why you would do that um, but yeah you can do that. So that sounds like it might be the red room might not be who knows um, like he said it, it sounds like it's not but let's go on to the next story and we'll do just maybe about two more and um, go on to the main story of my experience okay recently I got a rather unexpected reaction from a couple on my tour. It was during my explanation of Norman Baker's suite, the one he used when while operating his hospital. I mentioned that he had two giant St. Bernard dogs for protection. The lady next to me snapped her head back in the direction with wide and startled eyes. She then looked at her husband pointedly as if in silent communication. 
I smiled and stopped and asked if she had a question. She said that they stayed in that room the night before and that they kept hearing scratching noises in the stairwell outside the doors all night. They kept telling themselves that it was nothing. Nothing. But when she heard about those huge dogs, she said that she had that she was afraid to stay in the same room again that evening. I assured her that nothing bad has ever happened to any of our hotel guests, only that they sometimes hear or see odd things. Now that is a really cool story. Um, that tour guide is right, of course. The Norman Baker, um, the guy that was the head doctor of the whole, um, of the whole haunted hotel, was in fact uh, a big fan of dogs, and he had two giant St. Bernard dogs, like he said, um, and you can hear dogs walking up and down the halls. Which is um, kind of comical because, you know, I could probably sense that, you know, they're waiting for their owner. You know, they're waiting for Norman to come out and to pet him or whatnot. Um, so, you know, the dogs are still lingering in the crescent, of course. Um, and you do hear scratching noises. Some might even say you hear barking noises in the hotel. Okay. Um, one more good one. Okay. I think I found this. Okay. Here we go. One night right after our tours has ended, a young woman who had been in one of the tours came running out of the bathroom telling me, I just went into the bathroom and as soon as the door shut behind me, I proclaimed out loud that I didn't believe in any of this. And immediately after I had said that, water started pouring out of the ceiling. I couldn't get out of there fast enough, and I investigated um, to find the sprinkler head and the floor were both wet, but no flowing water. The maintenance could not explain how or why it happened. Needless to say, she had turned from scenic to ghost believer in the space of just a few short moments. Now that is an odd story. How many people come into contact like that before? We always hear about ghosts, shadow people, um, getting scratches, getting touches, but not in the plumbing. That is really odd. Um, with her having water coming from the ceiling but the sprinklers and everything with no flowing water, but yet everything being wet. It's like, where did it come from? 
what the hell? Now that is definitely an unexpected story. You wouldn't think that the sprinklers would just come on when you walk in the restroom. You know, that only happens when there's smoke in there. And she definitely sounded like she was not smoking in the restroom. Okay. Again, if you have any questions about these stories or want to read more stories of the Crescent Hotel, um, go to americashauntedhotel.com backslash um, Crescent Hotel, Eureka Springs, Arkansas, and they're all on there. Um, really cool stories on here for sure. Um, I think there's one about this family having to leave and they were going to stay one more night, but they couldn't because of what they were experiencing was so intense and that the girl the lady of the couple was actually expecting and she kept having bad dreams about um, losing the baby and having a miscarriage and then that's what one of the causes that caused them to leave the hotel and it only happened in that one hotel that was the only bad dream she had was in the hotel but anyways there are more stories like that on this website but for the main event I am going to dig into the story of my experience at the famous and haunted Crescent Hotel here we go it was the third weekend of October 2018 where I got a interesting call from one of my friends just wondering hey just for kicks and giggles would you like to go to a really haunted place it'd be out of state we could fly and it wouldn't cost us that much um, because I would help pay for most of it so I said okay sure sure uh, what's the place and he said, oh, it's a little place called the Crescent Hotel. Have you ever heard of it? At that point, I had never heard of it at all. Um, never even been to Arkansas or anything. So, looked it up, watched some videos of it. I was like, oh, that looks kind of spooky. Um, but he said, you know, everything's fine. It's, you know, all a bunch of baloney. Which of course, if you know me, I know I've um, I've encountered um, some really bad experiences um, before, and do believe in the paranormal, and so that's what kind of drew me into this. And I said, "Sure, yeah, it'll be a blast. It'll be fun." And he said, "Oh well, okay." So we booked. That weekend, third the third weekend of October, went up there, got situated, um, rolled up to the place, and it is massive. I mean, I'm telling you, it's at least it is to at least uh, ten stories high, maybe less, but it seems huge once you roll up to it. 
beautiful stonework, beautiful cobblestone roofs, high roofs, high uh, chimney spikes all around it. And um, we pull up there, there's parking next to the Crescent Hotel, so we park there. Get our stuff out. And then we roll into the checking area. And there's a really nice lady there. Um, I won't be giving names probably in this, um, just for safety reasons. Um, roll into there, there's really nice. Um, it's still got that nice kind of late 1800s, early 1900s vibe. Very detailed big fireplace and bright oranges and reds when you walk in um, beautiful beautiful place to me check in and everything's all right she said okay you're gonna be on the second floor today with us and she said have y'all ever stayed here before at the crescent we said no no we haven't um haven't actually had the honor to stay here. She said, okay, well, if you hear anything funny or see anything weird, just let us know. Um, we do happen to have occurrences um, in this month alone. We've had, she says that they've had um, close to 25 different um, complaints or um, things that people have seen. So he said, okay, well, we'll definitely um, contact you guys or call you guys in the phone, in the room. So um, she gives us the room number. It's, it's uh, 210. So we go up to 210. Go up there and uh, just check in. It's double beds. So I grab one and, and he grabs one. And... Um, we're just having a good time, just trying to figure out what we're going to do next, you know, um, in this big place. Um, the big There's a big dining room. Um, there's even a shopping area if you want to go into the gift shop and get you some souvenirs for it. So, of course, we hit the souvenir shop first. Went in there, and um, as soon as we went back up to the second floor um, our room was all the way at the middle to the end of the hall so you get down there there's actually a little bit of an intersection before you get to the room so we walked by we had, and we could have sworn we saw our little kids just run by and giggle and this happened at at least Maybe 10.30, 10.45, it was, close. it was dark outside. Quiet, you could hear a pin drop. And then once we saw that, we both looked at each other and said, Did you see that? Did you see what I just saw? So we, we shrugged it off. We said, Oh, you know, it's probably just, probably just some kids playing around. Um... Just some kids that are with their parents, um, you know, 
just doing some kid shenanigans stuff, seeing what they get their hands on. So we get in the room, and it, like I said, it is quiet, quiet, quiet. Um, and so we just decide we're just on our phones and just, you know, checking social media, taking pictures, um, you know, what normal people would do when they're checking in the house, um, turn on the TV, seeing what's going on. Um, and as soon as we get ready, we're in our PJs, getting in our beds. We hear us two or three, I believe it was three, slight knocks on the wall. We're like, oh, and we got some, uh, we got some neighbors want to just play around. So I'll knock back. Knock back about three times. And then there's a big pause. We were like, okay, that's kind of strange. Why didn't they knock back? So in exactly about maybe five minutes, we hear more knocks. We knock back. And then the knock actually gets a little bit more of a thud, like a loud knock. We're like, all right, that's kind of weird. So um, we stopped. We just stopped doing it. We were like, all right, we need to go to bed. We need to um, settle down, get to bed. This was about maybe 1.30 in the morning. We were like, we got a big head of, we got a big day ahead of us. Um, because we wanted to go not only look around the Crescent, but we wanted to look around Eureka Springs as well. Because we've heard of some more haunted places that are in the area. So what we do is we of course go to sleep. And then at about maybe an hour into our sleep we hear a big um, pounding like someone's just hitting their fist on the wall about four times boom 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 and um, we just freeze you know kind of how that freeze moment where you just don't know what to do you can't say the words you can't move, you're just kind of frozen. That was us, we just kind of looked at each other, we were like, okay, this is kind of odd. Um, we were thinking about calling the front office, front desk, but we just thought it was too late in the night, it was, you know, 2.30 in the morning. Who's up at 2.30 in the morning? Um, I mean, of course, they have some guards probably on the area property. Um, but we didn't want to deal with that. It was too late in the night. So we went back to sleep. And when the next day came, we were, just, we were you know, kind of groggy almost because we didn't get too, that much sleep. We got up at around 8.30. So about six hours. Um, but, um, 
we went up to the front desk and we said, hey, we heard something strange last night. We actually heard some knocks on the walls. And I told him that we knocked back, decided kindness. And I told her that it didn't stop. She asked me what room we were in. I said 210. She said, okay. And she looked it up on her computer. And we just saw her face kind of freeze. We were like, what's wrong? She said, there is no one in those rooms close to yours. No one has booked those rooms on either side of your room. Not even across your room. She said the only other person on the hall was way down the hall at 200. So we looked at each other and we were just frozen in awe. I think I was more scared than he was though because when I looked at him, he was like, we actually got actual evidence of ghost ghost um, activity at the Crescent Hotel. This is amazing. This is so cool. Um, which I, for one hand, was really, really terrified. <laughs> really terrified. Um, and so we spent the rest of the day just hanging out in Eureka Springs, um, going to some some restaurants, go get some food, and then came back. And when that night, next night came, this felt a heavy, heavy um, denseness in the room, just like it was bearing down on me. And nothing really else happened that night. It was just kind of weird to look back on that and um, I can still remember the knocks and the bangs on the wall. It was almost like a deafening sound when you're, it was like picturing someone hammering a wall in, like you're demolitioning a wall and they got that big sledgehammer and they're just nailing the snot out of the wall. That's what it sounded like. But anyways, that was my experience at the Crescent Hotel. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. And I will definitely be doing some more um, content. More haunted um, hotels, hopefully, for sure. Um, there is a haunted house in Savannah um, called the Surreal Weed House that I will probably be most likely be doing next on my next podcast. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for that. I'm sorry that it took such a long time for this podcast to get together of this episode of Crescent Hotel, but I am sure glad that you guys have um, stuck by and listened to this and listen to some of these other people's stories. Um, I am slowly getting some ghost story content in with emails. So I will be sharing those in. I might just do just one podcast 
episode to where it's just our viewers and listeners um, of the podcast, and it's their um, ghost stories, which would be really cool. Because I I love to hear from you guys, and um, this podcast would be nothing without you guys' support. So I thank you for that. But anyways, um, that wraps up the Unexpected Hauntings podcast of Season 1, Episode 2. And thank you guys for joining.